But at that time, I wasn't really scaling. I was kind of making everything work because things were really coming at me fast. Like the business was like building, building, building quicker than I was prepared for it to. So I didn't start scaling until probably a year or so in when someone was like, look, you're going to burn yourself out if you're doing things the way that you're doing them. So it wasn't until we sat down and had that conversation that I really sat there and, 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 and thought about it. I'm like, you know what? You're right. So they started helping me put together a system um, where I was able to scale the business. Three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. This is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert. And it is my pleasure to welcome you to another episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. We have an amazing show in store for you today. And you want to be able to tap into a strategy to grow your business. And it's very hard for service businesses. I know I've been running one for 23 years. So you want to make sure you're thinking through all of your technology options and staffing options. And if you're running a service business, a solo business, and you want to figure out how to scale your business, I got an expert here that's going to give you her secrets on how she did it. The goal of all of this is to help you with your long-term business strategy. Here on the Small Biz Chat Podcast, we talk about how to start and grow a successful business. Our mission is to end small business failure, and we bring in guests with amazing expertise to give you advice from multiple angles to help you take your business to the next level. Now, the Small Biz Chat Podcast is a peer-to-peer mentoring show. We're really about giving small business owners invaluable business advice that they otherwise would have to pay for. The Small Biz Chat Podcast can be seen on my Small Biz Lady YouTube channel and on my Facebook page. So please do me a favor and subscribe to both and share it. More people need to know about how to get great information to grow their business. Now, let me introduce my guest, Chef Ebony Bauman, and she's going to talk to us about how she scaled her solo business into a full service catering service. And she is the founder of Flavor Atlanta, and she turned her lifelong love of of cooking into a successful Georgia-based small business offering personal chef services, meal prep, cooking classes, and catering. Both of Ebony's grandmothers did a lot of cooking and baking, and one was a professional caterer. Ebony started helping them in the kitchen from when she was just five years old. Then she went and studied at the Art Institute of Atlanta's Culinary School, more than, and now she has more than 20 years of experience in the culinary and hospitality industries. And if you want more information about her business, it is FlavorAtlanta.com. Ebony, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. All right. So talk to us. How did Flavor Atlanta come about? Uh, Flavor Atlanta came about as kind of a side hustle. I've always loved cooking, loved baking, being in the kitchen, of course, test tasting. 
um, with, with my grandparents. But I've worked in the food industry for quite some time, started catering on the side. But it wasn't until I had um, left my, my full-time employment that I went full force with Flavor Atlanta. So how long did you run it as a side hustle before it became your main gig? It was about two years. Um, it's not an easy thing, I might add, especially working in food service industry. I was working in a kitchen, managing uh, a kitchen for a senior home, and I managed the kitchen staff and dining room staff. So having that big responsibility, which things are always going on, it's like I'm on call 24 hours a day. Um, and then on the weekends or after work, I'm catering you know, small parties or doing cooking classes. Um, that kind of thing. All right. So how have you funded your business? I started small. I didn't take out any loans. I just, um, again, uh, started booking small gigs. I had a lot of referrals. A lot of my friends know that I could know that I had started a business. So they were referring people to me. And so I just started small. I didn't want to start off in a lot of debt. I didn't want to buy a big building. Um, I rented space in a um, commercial kitchen, which I still do. And it makes it a, a lot easier. It makes it more affordable. I'm not taking in a whole lot of overhead. Um, and I just take my time. I took my time and built the business kind of like a brick by brick. I, I think most of us have done that. So yeah. what would you say was your tipping point that made you realize you needed to do something to grow? I was not happy at my full-time job. And so when we decided to part ways, I I said, I'm not going to you know, go full-time anywhere else. I'm just going to decide, I'm just going to dedicate my time to doing this full-time and make it really work for me. And I cannot say that it couldn't have happened at a better time. Um, It was in November. I was thinking to myself, like, gosh, the holidays are coming up. How am I going to balance this? Because holidays are always busy for me. From like how I I was growing. So I was a lot busier than I was the year before. I'm like, how am I going to balance this and go to work and manage my staff at the same at the same time. But I think everything happens for a reason. So when we decided to part ways, I went all in with Flavor Atlanta. So what what did you have to do to scale? Like when you went all in, did you have to get a team? Did you have to get a virtual assist? Like how did you handle it? So I didn't I did have I do did and do still have some people that helped me. But at that time, I wasn't really scaling. I was kind of making everything work because things were really coming at me fast. Like the business was like building, building, building quicker than I was prepared for it to. Um, So I didn't start scaling until probably a year or so in when someone was like, look, you're going to burn yourself out if you're doing things the way that you're doing them. So it wasn't until we sat down and had that conversation that I really sat there and and thought about them like, you know what, you're right. So they started helping me put together a system um, where I was able to scale the business for things like our meal, the meal prep services. I was doing a huge long menu because I'm thinking about my customers. I'm like, my customers want to eat something different every day. And they were like, no, they just really don't want to cook. So instead of making, (laughs) instead of making, you know, a menu that was like seven different meals, they're like, no, do four or five, and then we'll take the same ingredients and do the same thing. So while I'm not holding on to the ingredients from week to week, but I have a similar shopping list where if I have leftover 
oats or flour or what, whatever ingredient I might have left over, I'm just buying the same thing the next week versus having to buy a whole new set of ingredients. Wasting, you know, it keeps me from wasting stuff. It keeps me from having all this overage, running out of space, storing all these extra different ingredients. So that was the first thing. So it wasn't that I noticed that it was a need for it. Someone else said, look, you're not doing this the right way. Let me help you. So that's how I started my scaling process. Now, did you outsource parts of it too? Or did you just kind of just organize your time and better? Um, a little bit of both. Um, I love a system or a, uh, not system, a company that I use. It's called Rody Incorporated. They are an Atlanta-based delivery service. And they're owned by UPS. It's almost like a DoorDash or... Um, Uber Eats, um, where they pick up for me, they do my deliveries. So that kept me inside the kitchen instead of me doing my own deliveries, which I was doing and running myself crazy because I can't be two places at the same time. So I outsourced that. I outsourced somebody to help me with my my emails and email blasts and social media, um, writing out some of the verbiage for my weekly emails doing my graphic designs for my flight, not necessarily flyers, but when I put out a, a menu every week, of course, when you get the food, you want everyone to see a certain thing. People are more attracted to stuff that has a picture of an, a nice, pretty plate versus just, hey, order this meal and it's all words. So I have somebody that does that graphic design for me. I bring in people that help me in the kitchen. So having somebody who has the time and the expertise to do something else that frees me up to do what I do best, which is being in the kitchen. So how important has your marketing and your networking been to like keeping things, keeping things going? Like, do you feel like you have a loyal following on social media or on your email list? Like are people waiting to see what the menu is? I do. And, and, you know, (laughs) we usually put our menus out on Thursday. Um, Around the holidays, it kind of gets crazy and it might be on Friday, but I'm getting text messages and calls like, hey, I'm looking for your menu. Are y'all not cooking this week? (laughs) I need my meals. Or the week of holidays when I might not do a regular meal prep menu, it's like holiday food or we'll do a lot of baking. They're like, so you mean my kids are home and my family's home and I can't order meals? So that does make me feel good (laughs) that people appreciate my service. And a lot of them have told me that, um, the service that I provide to them makes it easier for their family. Love it. Love it. So um, do you specialize in any particular kind of meals? Like, do you do organic or Southern fried? What, like, like, you know, how are you, do you kind of give people what the flavor, you know, what you, how so do you, I, I, I pride myself on doing everything from scratch. So while I might not, um, I don't have like a a specialty, but from my salad dressings, from the seasoning blends, um, I do shop in the farmer's market, all fresh vegetables, no frozen, no canned foods. Those are the things that I pride myself on because I know a lot of other caterers or people in the food industry take the quickest way out. Food cost is crazy right now. I can't even tell you, uh, uh, I would say like a rack of lamb used to be $8.99 a pound. Now it's $15 a pound. It's almost double in the last year and a half. But I still, I mean, even though some of those costs are passed over to the customer, 
just having that fresh food is super important. Not cooking everything with those preservatives and those processed foods is super important to me. And I make sure that my customers know that. And when they're asking, well, why is this this price? I can get it such and such place for somewhere cheaper. Again, I mean, that may be what you have to do. But if you want food that's fresh, you want it to be flavorful, which is why I'm Flavor Atlanta. <laughs> um, fresh food and flavorful food. That's what I do. Well, listen, what would you say is the best business advice that you've ever gotten? Hmm. Best outsourcing. Um, you know, when I'm in, like I, like I said earlier, when I'm in the thick of it and I'm just on go mode, I go, go, go. I work, I get all of my clients taken care of. I don't, I don't think about how, I didn't think about how getting others involved to help me run the business or let them focus on what they can do to help me was so much more beneficial. Now, I'm not saying I'm not a tired person. <laughs> I'm not saying that there are times where I don't get a lot of rest, but just having those people in place that can do those things and let them do what they're good at and, and let me do what I can do and what I'm good at, it makes it so much more peaceful, better for me. I'm a happier person. I'm not a little Grinch. which you know when you're when you're really busy you don't realize how you come off to other people and so I had to take my I had to take my life back so outsourcing 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 love it love it well thank you so much for being here you really have given us a lot of helpful advice. I think it is very hard for service businesses to scale. So I'm really excited to hear the things that you've been able to do to scale your, because basically you have a personal chef business and that, that is a lot. And you're, you know, working with very specific people. So I I love it. I love the advice that you gave and thank you so much to chef Ebony Bowman, founder of Flavor Atlanta. Her website is flavoratlanta.com. Now, listen, If you're interested in starting your dream business in 2023, I want to encourage you to check out my new course, Become Your Own Boss. It is a 10-week online course that is going to give you everything you need to launch your dream business. It starts January 31st. I'm doing it in partnership with Drexel University, so I can also get you some CEU credits if that's something that you need. I'm going to help you build a business plan and a sales plan so that you're going to be able to drive sales on day one of your business. If you're interested in checking out the course, head over to our URL, tinyurl.com forward slash B-Y-O-B Drexel. Now, thank you so much for joining us tonight on this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. The mission of the Small Biz Chat Podcast is to end small business failure. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, your host, and I will leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.